foolishness of what was preached to save those who believe. Jews demand miraculous signs and Greeks look for wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to Jews and foolishness to Gentiles, but to those whom God has called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ, the power of God and the wisdom of God. For the foolishness of God is wiser than man's wisdom and the weakness of God is stronger than man's strength. Brothers, think of what you were when you were called. Not many of you were wise by human standards. Not many were influential. Not many were of noble birth. But God chose the foolish things of the world to shame the wise. God chose the weak things of the world to shame the strong. He chose the lowly things of the world and the despised things and the things that are not to nullify the things that are so that no one may boast before him. It is because of him that you are in Christ Jesus, who has become for us wisdom from God, that is, our righteousness, holiness, and redemption. Therefore, as it is written, let him who boasts, boast in the Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Hello everyone, Um, Happy New Year to you all. Um, This is my first Tuesday back. Um, so it's really nice to, to be here and to share this time with you. Um, so I've been given the, the duty to dissect this scripture in a short space of time, which I will do. <laughs> but please journey with me as um, we do this together um, as a collective. Um, so yeah, let me just pray again. <laughs> Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for the scripture that was being read. Um, Lord, I just pray now that you'll begin to just um, download thoughts, um, also um, opinions on the scripture, Lord. We pray, Lord, as I just just talk about a theme or themes of the scripture, I pray that Father will leave here changed, leave here with a golden nugget, Lord, that will transform our lives today, because Lord, your word is so powerful, and um, it's what we pray um, in this time. Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Um, so, looking at Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 1, um, chapters 18 to 31, as I was just reading through the scriptures, I was actually asking Graham, sometimes you look at scripture and you think, oh my gosh, like what type of message or what sort of message am I getting out of this? Because sometimes I'm just not too sure. And um, But one thing, sometimes the most simplest message um, can be found and I think reading through the scriptures and reading what Ruth was saying is the message of the cross the message um, I was reading um, the version of the message that says the message that points to Christ on the cross seems like sheer silliness to those hell-bent on destruction and I want to look at the power of the cross and what it represents in this scripture for me I realize and focused on the whole point of sometimes we can look at things from a perspective of especially what the scripture was talking about the worldly view on wisdom knowing the wisdom of God and knowing the knowledge of God is sometimes that we seek for the things that are true we seek for the things that we know for ourselves that we want it to be right so we know for ourselves that I know so much knowledge that it's all about the knowledge but one thing I was focusing on is the fact that 
the scripture was talking about knowing not only the knowledge of God, but actually the relationship with God, knowing that the whole representation of this is knowing the power of the cross and what the cross represents. That's why um, it's through the power of the cross is where we will know Jesus. It's in that relationship where we can spend that time with him. There's growing up in school, having so many debates with many of my friends about the Bible and no, you know, it's, oh, the Bible says this, but how can you prove this and how can you prove that? Sometimes it's, I was realizing that it's just not about knowing, it's about kind of knowing who you know. And it's knowing the power of the cross, knowing that relationship through God, knowing that relationship through Christ is where he reveals himself to us. It's where he revealed himself to man when he died on the cross. He died in, on the cross for us so that we can know him. And I think sometimes what the cross represents as well is is that journey through life that journey through life where sometimes we may feel that we sometimes we feel that we're dead but then also sometimes we feel that there's that resurrection that that love within us that kind of sparks up and keeps us going on our day-to-day walk with him sometimes in this world that we look at the world um they look at christianity and especially when it talks about um, the Jews and the Greeks, they look for signs and wonders. And it was that whole theme of, you know, I need to see it um, to believe it. And um, sometimes we still live in that, in, in the world of where people want to just, they want to see God, they want to they actually see evidence. But sometimes um, we look at that word again called faith. It says faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And it's, it's looking at our society and saying to our society, you know, we believe in we believe in faith. We believe in the hope that you know God is love. That the cross is something that represents something um, something major and something mighty. We can look at the cross and think to ourselves, what does the cross mean to us? It may mean something different to each and every single person um, in this room, but that's the beauty of it all, because it's not just one meaning, but it means something collectively. And I think through the cross, I think what Paul was trying to say that having something unified when there's unity there is power and there was power in the cross there is um there is healing in the cross um there is so much kind of you know people are going through so many different issues but there's deliverance also in the cross as well and um another thing i highlighted here was it says human wisdom is so tiny so impotent next to the semen Adversity of God, human strength can't begin to compete with God's weakness. And in 26, um, verse 26 and, 30, and 31 says, take a, look, take a good look, friends, at who you were when you got called into this life. I don't see many of the brightest and the best among you. Not many influential, not many from high society families. And I think that point there was saying that for me, that the cross, God can use anyone. God can use anybody. I, I have this favourite picture um, that, I, that I have and I, and I, and I speak to my youth, my youth about it. And it gives you a list of basically all the people um, that God used. So it talks about Noah was a drunk, Abraham was too old, Isaac was a daydreamer, Jacob was a liar. I don't agree with that one. But Joseph was um, abused and the list goes on and on and on. And it talks about, you know, the people that, you know, you would look at them as, oh my gosh, actually God used them. And it's like, yes, God used them. And the fact that through the love of the cross, God can use anybody. So I think for me that my, 
I would say theme for today is that for those of you who may feel like, my gosh, um, I may not have the the wisdom of the bishops or the, the vicars or anybody else, the powers within that relationship through the cross of Jesus. And God is saying to us today is that it's through the cross, it's through that relationship where we can seek for more intimacy within him and that he's going to use you more powerfully um, this year and that he wants you just to draw closer to him because the, the cross has so much power and has so much about it that I can't even fathom myself and put it into words. But the more that we become, um, the more that we get closer to him, the more that we become more like him. Thank you.